Hello, I'm Pastor Doug Meacham from Grace Chapel in Westerville, Ohio, and we welcome you back to Life's Beautiful Journey Radio. Each week we will be talking about a different part of life, and this week we will be talking about wise men. Now, I know that's probably two words, and I typically keep to one word, so I made it one word. (laughs) Wiseman. And at the time of the recording here, we are less than a week from Christmas. And this is our finale episode for season 12. And, uh, you know, we have uh, all those decorations up for Christmas, and the Christmas lights are lining our house. We're singing, of course, all the Christmas hymns and carols in our church. And it's a joyful time of year, and I've always loved Christmas season. And uh, in the Christmas story in the Bible, it mentions the three kings traveling a good distance to see the newborn king of kings. And many times these kings have been called wise men. And uh, the history states, of course, that they were actually called the Magi, which is due to the fact that they had the gift of interpreting dreams. And of course, at that time, that seemed like magic to them. (laughs) So that's where the term Magi came from. And that's, uh, of course, then been interpreted as wise men. And thinking of wise men always makes me think of, uh, you know, ones in my life, like my dad and my grandfathers as I was growing up. You know, there was a great deal of wisdom shared with me over the years. Now, we shared a podcast on wisdom in uh, 2022, and I'd encourage you to check that out when you get a chance. But this podcast is more about the ones who shared their wisdom with me. You know, both of my grandfathers and grandmothers offered their wisdom whenever I asked or whenever I was doing something the hard way. (laughs) They would speak up and share some wisdom on why I was struggling. You know, most of the time, though, I could gather wisdom from them by just observing the way they did things. I think that's the case many times when it comes to learning a recipe from a grandparent so you can continue preparing and sharing that beloved food item with future generations. You know, I heard about a situation one time when my grandfather on my dad's side was pastoring a church and a man was mad at him for some reason. And at the end of the service on his way out the door, he slapped him on the face uh, as he was trying to leave the church. And uh, the wisdom part kicked in when uh, my grandfather said to the man, would you like to slap the other side too? Would that make you feel better? Which was a nod to the passage, of course, in the Bible that said to turn the other cheek if someone strikes you across uh, one side of the face. You know, the unwise thing for him to have done, of course, at my papa, as we called him, would be to throw a punch back at the man. (laughs) One of the reasons would be because my papa was actually a boxer in the army and won some tournaments. So the man probably would have dropped to the floor. But it also would have been a reason for him to be let go from the church, I'm sure. And, and uh, of course, uh, it would have turned that man away, I'm sure, from anything related to, to church or, or God for the future. You know, he truly showed that he was a wise man in that instance. My dad and mom have also taught me a great deal of wisdom over the years. I've learned how to read a room and make sure I am able to relate to about anyone in that room. Um, You know, I've learned how to find someone who knows the answers if I can't find an answer myself or something, you know, a solution. And I've learned how to live with integrity in my dealings with the church and in business and uh, any other situation I'm in in life. You know, it's easy to follow the ways of the world, isn't it? You know, they, they tell you to lie or to cheat to get what you want. But the narrow road of integrity takes a bit more effort and the supernatural help of God to have the strength and focus to see it through. 
That's something we rely on him for, isn't it? You know, I've learned those things from my dad and from my mom, and I've also tried to be a wise man for my kids. You know, there are uh, so many little nuggets of wisdom that I know my wife and I have shared with our kids over the years, and uh, they are, of course, both now in their 20s, and it feels like we are still sharing words of wisdom with them. You know, it's just that the type of uh, wisdom and the level of wisdom has to keep growing with their age and new responsibilities. For instance, as little kids, you know, we were sharing things uh, when it came to wisdom as far as how to brush their teeth or tie their shoes or do activities without hurting themselves. <laughs> but nowadays, we're sharing wisdom on how to start investing for their future at, at this young age and how to balance a checkbook and how to go out for an interview, how to manage relationships properly in your life. You know, the interesting thing about sharing wisdom with your kids is that it helps remind you of some of the things that you might have forgotten about or put on the back burner over the years. You know, I've learned a lot during times of sharing wisdom with them. It's a blessing to me. You know, I could also mention uh, in my life the the wisdom I, I learned from teachers and coaches, friends, mentors, and many others when it comes to wise men and women in my life. But of course, the one who has been the most influential wise man was and is Jesus. Now, you might say, how can you consider him to be your main influence for a source of wisdom when you can't have a conversation with him? But I actually can have that conversation as I pray to him. And you know what? He speaks to me through the word of God, through the Bible. Have you ever read a, a red letter edition Bible before? Basically, anything Jesus spoke in the Word is written in red in those editions. And uh, talk about reading words of wisdom. It's amazing, you know, just to read through the passages in red in the Bible. And it's interesting to me that uh, the one who provides so much wisdom in my life was approached by wise men when he was just a baby. The scripture that talks about this is in Matthew 2.11. There's other places, but this is the one I wanted to focus on. And uh, it says, On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So this verse talks about the wise men finally reaching the baby Jesus and presenting gifts to him. And I've heard many tease or joke about the gifts, wondering why they would bring such things to a baby. <laughs> the gold, the frankincense, the myrrh, you know. But uh, here is an explanation that I, I recently shared in a message at church in, in a sermon. And uh, I, I like this explanation. It says that the gift of gold was used to present to a king. So by doing so, they acknowledged that the baby Jesus was the king of of kings. And then the gift of frankincense was used by a priest to offer up worship. So it was a way for them to worship the Son of God. And then the gift of myrrh was used for the dead during times of burial. And this showed their recognition that Jesus would eventually die for the sins of all mankind and that we might, of course, have the gift of salvation from that act. So the next time you hear the story of the wise men, remember these things when it comes to the gifts presented. True wisdom is a gift that ultimately leads to salvation and a relationship with the Lord. Have you had some wise men in your life to help you grow and develop? Have you been a wise man or woman for someone uh, or ones during your time on this earth? You know, we need to share wisdom with the world as so many are dying in sin and need to be saved. 
You know, if you have someone asking questions about salvation, the wise thing to do would be to offer to pray the prayer of salvation with them. Now, the prayer can be as simple as this. Dear Jesus, I am a sinner. I need you in my life. Please forgive me of my sins today. I invite you to come and live in my heart. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Now, if you or someone you care about prays that prayer and believes it, then you are saved. And that's amazing. For doing that is the best way to travel through life's beautiful journey. Our podcast, again, is sponsored by Grace Chapel Community Church. And more information can be found about the church at gracechapel.us. Again, that's gracechapel.us. Remember that you can also send me an email directly to Pastor Doug Meacham at yahoo.com. Again, that's Pastor Doug, M-E-A-C-H-A-M at yahoo.com. And make sure to check out our new YouTube channel for some exciting adventures and enhanced versions of our podcast. We'll try to get more content out there during this break here uh, coming into the uh, first of the year. And then also you can follow us on Facebook for product links and mentions uh, that occur in our episodes and all sorts of other information. Now, we will be back on February 7th for season 13 of Life's Beautiful Journey. And we thank you again for joining us. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and God bless. Beautiful.